0: from the streetlights fell on him, gave him unexpectedly cavernous cheeks and hooded eyes, and for a moment he looked almost like a stranger, and not like her will at all. His face had been thinner lately now she came to think of it, but of course he wasn't the same as when they'd married six years ago, or when they'd got together four years before that. Ten years, she marveled. How can it be so long? Where did the time go? She knew where, of course, on producing two children, on moving house twice, on living their lives without noticing that every day changed them just a little more. Will's hair had been burnished red gold when she'd met him, but now, without her ever seeing the change, it had faded to brown flecked with grey, and he kept it very short to hide its growing sparseness. The lines on his face were deeper, and he had a permanent crease between his brows. But he looks good on it. He still looks young. At least, he does to me. She gazed for a moment at her husband's profile, with its long, straight nose and firm, round chin. A strong, decided face. From the start, Will had always seemed to know where he was going and what he was doing. He'd always had a plan, an idea of where he would be in a few years' time. She'd let him lead the way, making the decisions about what was best, steering their course unhesitatingly, to wherever it was they were going. After all, it was Will's career as the chief financial officer of a hedge fund that paid all their bills, bought the house and provided the comforts they needed, it was only right that it took priority. Her part of the bargain was raising the family, taking care of the home, running their domestic lives as well as she could, with the idea that she would return to work when the children were older. Did you hear that, Emily? Will asked tetchily. "'She realised he had been talking again "'and she'd not been listening properly. "'They had made the break at last, "'the slow, dual carriageway opening up "'into the three lanes of motorway. "'The lights of the city were behind them "'as the car accelerated into the relative darkness ahead. "'Huge street lamps bent over the motorway at intervals, "'like strange, bowing giants, "'while red tail lights flickered ahead "'and white headlights glared and spun behind. "'Emily was glad Will was driving.' She was felt bewildered by the flashing, moving beams and intimidated by the way they approached remorselessly from behind, dazzling in the rearview mirror. Driving at night seemed to be about understanding the rays and beams, the starbursts of white light that cut through the dark. Emily. Will's voice was low and intense. Sorry. Why am I so distracted? I need to concentrate. What was he saying? Something about work? She remembered an echo of something he'd said before. Is Vladdy still giving you hell? She tried to pretend she'd heard. What does Helen say? There was a strained pause. Will stared straight ahead through the dark windscreen, his gaze hardening. Do you ever listen to me, Emily? He asked in a gritted voice. Of course I do, she said, repentant at once. I'm sorry, I've had so much on my mind lately. Christmas is so close. I've still got a million things to do. The school's carol concert's coming up and, for some crazy reason, I promised to run the mince pie and mulled wine stall. Christmas, said Will, his voice strangely hollow. I'd almost forgotten. Forgotten? Emily laughed in disbelief. How could you? It's everywhere. And yet she realised it wasn't here. Christmas had suddenly vanished. There were no decorations on the motorway, no strings of light or dangling baubles no background of carols or yuletide pop tunes, no scent of cinnamon and spice, just the seriousness of the high-speed journey. So, she ventured almost timidly, is it Vladdy? Vladdy was the Russian businessman who owned the hedge fund Will worked for, notoriously temperamental and prone to outbursts of autocratic behaviour. They were grateful to him for giving Will a job and elevating him up that all-important step to CFO but his mercurial nature and refusal to accept that he had to comply with the way things were done led to conflict and exasperation in his team. In a way, Will's knuckles tightened around the steering wheel. The traffic had thinned out, and they were speeding along in the fast lane, flying by the slower cars in the middle. "'What's he up to? Arguments with Natalia again?' Emily said, trying to lighten the atmosphere. She and Willard often laughed about the state of his boss’s relationship with his wife, which had an operatic intensity full of rifts, threats, and magnificent reconciliations. If you’ve been listening...